Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. Okay, in the flesh, he's here, RJ Benjamin. Always lovely seeing you, RJ. Thanks for coming in. Likewise, always good to be here. So, a brand new year for me and you, and uh, mm. we kick it off with what a live wire Lebu Matosa was. Oh, man. Your choice? I, what? Just, uh, I'm curious about your choice. Well, um, it's, it, it's connected to the fact that um, I, was, I suppose I was reminiscing about my start in the music industry, and every now and then I tell my, my wife these crazy stories. You know, yes, like every it's now, now your wife. I can see you hesitated a little bit. That yes, she is now your wife. <laughs> <laughs> or pre-my wife. Yes. I, I actually did have some crazy stories. My life's become a little bit more boring these days, although I would say my child makes it fun. Yes. Uh, but... Uh, I had some interactions with Lebo Matosa, mm-hmm. as I'm sure many, many did. And I know that the that, um, that BET series came out last year and it had a lot of people talking. Um, and obviously, very uh, you know, people had their d- different opinions. Uh, and and I, I know that the way I felt was, imagine someone creates a, a complete and comprehensive documentary about Lebo Matosa because there are some incredibly funny and uh, amazing stories about her. She's almost become a bit of a legend, almost a folklore legend. I try to Google some of the stories that I'd I heard. I don't think you're going to get them. It's really tough. You won't get them you because know? I'll tell you why you mm. won't get them. You won't get them because people who loved her also respected that she was also very private. Yeah. Lots of fun. And and I think she did expect that whatever it is that she was doing outside of her public space right. remained private. Yeah. And and so people kind of respect that. I have tons of stories myself, which are hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. In fact, I, I told somebody the other day yeah. um, and they laughed at me so much. <laughs> they laughed at me so much about Lebo because it was just like her. Hmm. And I don't know. You know, it's that thing about not knowing... Would she appreciate people knowing this or not? It's it's a tough one. It is a tough one. I mean, maybe it's a similar thing to when, when Prince died and then, you know, uh, all these stories came out of the woodwork. Mm. You know, you had people like Sinead O'Connor saying like, oh, he, he physically abused me at some point. But then you had other people going, that's ridiculous. You, sometimes it's hard to know the truth yes. uh, when that person's gone. Yes. Um, I can only tell you my stories, like from my own personal experiences. Um, <laughs> so the, the, yeah. the good thing about Libu is that mm. uh, Tembi Siete is still around. So some of the stuff she can corroborate. <laughs> and Tembi is a stand-up human being yes. who, uh, who will stand up for her friends. <laughs> that's it. That's uh, till the very end. Absolutely. Very absolutely. End. Um, look, she is just simply one of those artists in this country which we could verifiably say was gone too soon. Yeah. Um, she was a star already, and she probably would have gone down as one of the absolute absolute greatest in Africa, possibly yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, she was heading in that direction. Uh, and, and I think it's heartbreaking. Um, and I, I do think it's important from a historical uh, perspective to, to make sure that those memories are there, though. To, um, specifically for this generation, the next generation, to know just how special Lebo Matoza was because she really was special. Yeah. I started going through, I was like doing math math calculations. So Don Lacker discovers her when she's 14. 14, yeah. For 14. She was at Waverly Girls, which is fascinating because I grew up all around those areas. And I'm, 
And I'm thinking, in fact, I'm going to visit someone today after this <laughs> who lives in Waverley. Yes. So it's just fa- it's fascinating when you live in Joburg and you yes. realize an absolute legend was, was there right was here. In, in your in your surroundings. Um, so Don Laka f- discovers her uh, at the age of 14. Um, it's about time. Boom shaka came out in 1993. Lebo Matoza was born in 1977. All I'm saying is when you do the math, she was 16 years old. Yeah. In fact, Tembi was 16 as well. Yeah. It's, it's mind-blowing because... They I, were still at school. They were still at school. I, I can tell you they had it. those long braids. It was mm. such a big debate about how do you have these braids with your <laughs> uniform? <laughs> and, and they got away with these braids. But these, yeah. when I say long, I mean massively mm. long braids. And they were just so cool. But they were also in uniform. Yes. Yeah. They were in uniform. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, I, I mean, I started watching the videos. Because in my mind, being in 1993, I was still youngish. I think I was 13 or 14 years yeah. old. And, and, um, I didn't realize that they were that young. Now looking back, I'm like, what? It's quite unbelievable. I definitely, I know that in my space as a human being at 16, I was not prepared uh, to be, to become a performer or, uh, or, or, or an artist. My voice wasn't nearly mature. Now, when you listen to It's About Time, for example, that first track that just bur- made them burst onto the scene. They were legends basically when the track was released on day one. Yeah. Her voice is so mature. She sounds like she's a diva from Chicago or something. She's, it, it's rich and it's thick. She sounds like she could compete with... Shaka Khan, it's something special. You know what makes me, when you're just talking about how old she she was mm. and just thinking about that now and thinking at 16, at 15, I mean, how what, what are the possibilities? But I also think there's something to be said about the environment. South Africa yeah. was literally alive with possibilities. Remember yes, that? Yes. It really was. It was bubbling under. There was excitement. There was urban. I mean, the people were moving into the city. And so... I think we've spoken about this before. When you mm. look at the Bumshaka, when you look at um, TKZ, yeah. when you look at all those groups that were coming up at the time, there was a lot of influence coming from the city. Spaces that were, there, there was Yeovil, yeah. there was Carlton Center, right. the way they used to hang out. There was just this vibrancy um, that you just can't deny had massive influences of, on how these kids right. came up. Right. I mean, it's remarkable. It's uh, I think um, almost from from that from the first hit that that Boom Shaka had, they felt like legends. And you and and, and I don't know about you, um, but I I immediately when, when I saw the, that music video on SABC, I, already in my head I was like, who is that? Yeah, yeah. And wow, she's a star. Yeah. There was just something so magnetic about her. She was just infectious. There was really something special yeah, about yeah. her. I remember thinking that she feels like the next Brenda Fassi. Mm. And that's fascinating when you do look back um, into her history, just how influenced she became by Brenda. Brenda. Yeah. Um, and that uh, and that pop, that bubblegum yeah. pop um, that Brenda created. Not just Brenda, there were many others. But mm-hmm. I certainly think that for her, um, Brenda must have been a massive influence. So at the time, it may not have seemed like a big deal. And, and you mentioned earlier about how she could have possibly been an international star. Right. In my mind, I have no doubt, and I'll tell you why. Right. Because when you look at the number of collaborations she had internationally, you can't you can't deny the fact that she was headed there completely. 
already. Yeah. And this is because she did have international collaborations. She did, and she, she toured did. a she lot did. as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she was on her way to becoming an international yeah. star. And that's very rare. We, we know that. Yeah. That's extremely rare in this country. I, I suppose our, our next great hope uh, for international stardom is Shoma Josie. Yes. You know? And I think, too, uh, uh, in many ways, um, a lot of the artists of this era, uh, uh, how can I say this? I think Lebo Matoza kind of paved the mm. way for them to be fearless. Mm. I think Brenda did as well. Mm. Um, but Lebo, I think, had a huge part to play in that. And even though she, she went too soon, um, her influence, I believe, is still felt very strongly today. I still cannot pin down what made her that fearless because everything about her pointed to being a shy, mm-hmm. a very... And she was, to a certain extent. Her background, her upbringing was very conservative. Yeah. Uh, so I am still, and it, I guess my response to my own question comes down to just that individuality. There is something about her yeah. that was just so special and so unique. Nobody yeah. created that. Nobody influenced her. Nobody. She just was born a star. Look, sometimes it's intangible. You cannot explain it. Someone has, I suppose, what they call the X factor, and she no doubt had it. And she had it from the time It's About Time came out. It was, it was there. You could feel it. And, and so when, when Don Laka says he spotted her, I mean, we, we, it's interesting how someone spots you before you're on stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm curious about what is it about her that he spotted. But this is what I would love. I think this is why I would love a documentary because I, I'd love to have, I'll personally do it. I mean, you're welcome to join me. I would (laughs) love to sit down and have a conversation with Don and get into his mind. What did he see in her? Where, uh, where was he and what did he feel? How did he, how did he um, see that X factor? I think Oscar said, and I I just want, I stand to be corrected. Oscar said that they were, they were dancing. Um, as a group at Razzmatazz. And I remember those days. It was a Razzmatazz thing, but they came as a dance group. But there was something about their persistence and there was something about how, you know, how amazing they were when they were on stage. So there were still dancers, not singers, not musicians at the time. But there was something electrifying about watching them dance, which led to, I don't know quite when she started singing for them. But he says that there was still something about her just being on stage as a dancer that said, Incredible. geez, she, she's electrifying. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as I said, she was quiet. When, you know, when she you met her, quiet. she was very quiet. She was. She was soft-spoken. Yeah, until she got on the stage. Until she got on stage. <laughs> <laughs> until she got on stage. Her, her cultural expression intrigues me. What do you make of that? I mean, dress she was very expressive um, and to a point where when you hear people who talked about how they, they were chosen to work with her, dancers, yeah. how, you know, just how important it was for her to get dancers paid and something. There's a whole yeah. lot of stories about yeah. those. Yeah. Um, that for me was a cultural expression that I think was quite important. And I think she wanted to make them feel like they were family. Yes. Um, I, I, I think, again, it's, it's born out of that era. They felt free, um, uh, free to finally express themselves um, without feeling like they were going to be shut down or um, chained up. And, um, uh, and that expression was just so clear when, when you started to see live performances of Boom Shaka, 
um, uh, all of, uh, I mean, when Tembi and her oh. uh, uh, danced together, it was infectious, Jeez. as you said. Um, and when it came to her own um, music, uh, I, I had an experience. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Yeah. And my wife always laughs at me. And uh, this is connected to, to Cleo. So Cleo and I studied at, uh, at the same time uh, um, at a specific... DJ Cleo. DJ Cleo, yeah. at a specific institution. At the time, he was DJ Fresh's producer in yes. another radio yes. station, um, and uh, which is one of the letters of the alphabet. I'll leave it there. So, um, <laughs> yes. And Cleo was, uh, was opening for DJ Fresh. Uh, uh, he was an, he was uh, a DJ set yes. at a at a club in Benmore. I think the club was called Kilimanjaro. Okay, um, I think so. So, um, and um, and for some reason I was hanging with him, and he took me off to this club. Now I'd never. I was such a white boy who had grown up in this little <laughs> you know kind of white area. Cleo was really my first black friend who was like, I'm taking you to these places. You're going to experience this. It's ridiculous that you haven't. You're coming with me right now. And off we went uh, to Kilimanjaro. And um, I stood with him in the box for a while. He was saying, watch when I play this song. You know, he was showing me, he was kind of showing me that reaction. Uh, he was warming up for DJ Fresh. And then at some point, DJ Fresh starts playing. And then we go off and, we, and I'm standing sort of to the side, outside of the dance floor. And who walks in? Lebo Matoza and all her dancers. And you could see that there oh, was wow. this camaraderie with them. They were like a family. They were. And they were mixed as well, which yes. is really cool. Yes. It was really cool to mm -hmm. see that. She, I, I wonder if that had a part to play. I don't think for her. She saw necessarily um, you have to be black, Indian, no. white, whatever it may be. She was like, if you've got the skill and yep. the passion and, and we resonate, you're in my crew. Mm. Um, and so they were all jamming uh, to whatever DJ Fresh was playing. And one of the dancers, uh, male dancers, decided to come and basically dance on me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, like level that and, is so typical uh, and i'm sure she i'm sure she did <laughs> it she was like that little white boy who's wet behind go, the ears go go he, bring him out exactly and i was so taken back no one had ever done this to me before and i was like oh my god i i, I must have looked like a fool and uh, i didn't feel embarrassed though because uh, he's th this guy stopped and, I, and we all laughed and I turned around and Lebo was laughing at me. She had this big smile on her face as if to say, <laughs> no, it's, it's See, was, that it. was vintage. That is so vintage her. Right. So now it spurs me into telling my story. <laughs> okay. Lebo bought me handcuffs oh <laughs> and, <they were, laughs> and her take was, you're so uptight. Oh, wow. <laughs> it had, it had, there was a handcuff. And a lock, and a key, and a whip, oh, and that way. was her way of saying, "Listen, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this was when I was getting married. That was her gift for me. It's it's so vintage. Her, she had a lot of, um, she was funny, obviously, a massive yeah, sense of humor. I think she, had a good sense of humor. Uh, she really had a good sense of humor, and she, you know, her timing was also impeccable in terms of just knowing when would be the right time to kind of bring that special Brilliant, thing man. out of you. I, I still feel like we need a documentary with those kind of stories. I'm just saying. Because they're needs good time. stories. It needs time right. and, and money. And I think you're right. I think more needs to be done. Listen, it's not the end of the world. You know, um, Nina Simone yeah. has, has different um, documentaries out there. True. Others better than some, as you yes, know. Yes. So it's not it's not the end of all. Should we play? It's about time. Uh, let's play it. Let's do it. The music of Boom Shaka, It's About Time. And obviously, Boom Shaka is a group. We know that. Yeah. We are now talking about Lebo Matosa. But that's the thing, right? There's always that person that just stands out, whether you like it or not. 
right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think if you had to speak to Tembi, mm. she she's she's proud of that. I think she she always saw the absolute uh, star potential in 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 Lebo. Um, I think yeah. you're right. I think there was something about the group that did acknowledge that she was a superstar in the group. So there was there was I, I never got the sense that there were hostilities about the competition. Yeah. It didn't feel like that. I mean, we don't obviously no. don't know. Uh, uh, you're right. We don't know what happened behind yeah. the scenes. But um, look, I think it's inevitable with so many groups. It happened with Destiny's Child. It's Beyonce, it who became the star. You know, the Supremes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a yes, it's yeah. a thing that that we see time and time again. Um, you know, and and as much as maybe it comes from like the public going like, oh, I wish she would go like mm-hmm. solo, and, and she did, and she did, and she did, and and look, it turned out to be a great decision. I mean, uh, you know, her first album, Dream, went gold pretty quickly. She won two Sama Awards uh, f- for that album, so. Uh, it just seemed like um, it, it, the time was right, and timing is so important. Uh, she groomed herself. She had um, lots of incredible performance experiences, and she was ready to be that solo star. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's, a th- I mean, I suppose that's why it makes it even more tragic, you know. Um, so, so album one, massive, um, huge album. Uh, album two, Drama Queen. That's where I Love Music came from. And for me, I Love Music is one of the greatest s- songs I've ever heard come out come out of South Africa. Um, in fact, if I'm correct, uh, it was uh, Christos um, and uh, and or Oscar that were involved with that. And I I think that baseline is one of the greatest baselines I've ever heard. Let's play it. Let's play it. The music of Lebo Matosa. We're celebrating Lebo Matosa with RJ Benjamin. Brand new day. And you're saying this is, hands down, one of the best uh, songs that's come out of this country. You know, she d- uh, um, she tragically passed. I, I remember uh, I was leaving Jazzworks, uh, which is where I did a lot of recording. And I think she had she had recorded an album there recently as well. And we were leaving and I heard over the radio that, oh. she, that, that she had died in a car accident. Um, I just remember it was like my, 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 my stomach just yeah. dropped out. It sank. It was like just a horrible feeling. And I don't know why. As soon as, whenever I think about Lebo Matoza, I think about Brand New Day. And I, um, there's something so hopeful about the song. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, and I, I think because it, I think it was the last single. Yeah, it was. And, um, and it was so hopeful. And then this tragic, this it, tragedy happened. It was happened, light. You know? It was like, I will never forget the image of her one little braid on mm. the tree. Oh man. That for me has never left my, my mind. I will never ever forget. So that <laughs> braid, that blonde braid, one little braid was just still dangling on the tree where the accident happened. Oh my god. I've I've actually never seen that picture. That's yeah, just it was it was all you know, that was sort of That was the image the scene, that, that yeah, was going through. Oh man. But mm. my, my, what a what a thank you for the treat. I mean, geez. it's a pleasure. I I I you know I, I would urge people go go and celebrate um, a, a legend gone too soon. Um, she was extru- deeply inspiring, and for those uh, you, you know aspiring artists out there, if if you want to see what it took uh, and, and the kind of talent it took to become an international star, I think Lebo is is a go to. Yeah, she's she definitely is, and she left so many um, inspired people. You know, you sometimes mm. think about what she did, but she also left people inspired. Yes. Which is huge. That's a massive legacy to leave. Absolutely, behind. man.
the great. RJ Benjamin, we'll do this again next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. It's been wonderful. Let's do this again, to not tomorrow, on Monday. That will be 9 to uh, 3 o'clock. That's when I'll be back on your radio. Obviously, up next will be Maschabam Dolo, which is going to be giving you the focal point. I do want to thank all our, our, our producers that have been part of the show and all our guests as well. Most of the conversations we've had today will be available on podcast. Almost 3 o'clock now, we're going to be headed to uh, Utsi Lesako after three for the latest in uh, SABC News. But let's do this first.